Okay, we have to start over. Okay. Okay. Welcome to the pod. Yo. Hi. Um, it's just Adam and I today. Yeah, we took a week off. Yeah, we took some time off. Um, just a, just a, just cause. Yeah, this is. I know it doesn't seem like it, but this this does take time. It it's does take an time. effort. It might not sound like it does. It doesn't sound like it's <laughs> taking an effort at all. But it. But does. it does. It does. We needed a week off to get some. Yeah. Yeah. Just. just yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So today we are drinking the Vini Robosco um, Cancellato, which uh, just came out for the first time this year. This is 100%. I fe- it sounded like I was going to say more than 100%. I was like, this is 110%. This is 110% multiple Giano, bro, um, which is true. Um, it is 110% multiple Giano uh, from Abruzzo. Uh, Vini Robosco is one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite producers in Italy, um, made by a wonderful woman named Yole uh, Robosco, and um, Danilo Marcucci um, is kind of her uh, collaborator. Kind of was she you. making wine, and then he came in, and he yeah. sort of was like, "Oh, you could do this, you could do that." Yeah. You could do so this. Danilo Marcucci, um, I don't want to give it all away since I'm writing a big story about him that's going to be in Bon Appetit's August issue. But um, basically, he um, he has his own wine, um, which I always pronounce. I think I pronounce it pretty spot on, but he says it's so wrong. But whatever, it's a Conestabile della Staffa. Yeah, I think that sounds really good. Yeah, he says it sounds like trash. But well, he's Italian, so yeah. you, if you're not speaking, he probably thinks like different regions say things. So in, no, no, they do, they do. So he's like, no, 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 they don't speak real Italian. He's also just really hard on me, yeah. so it's fine. Um, but anyways, um, so Danilo Marcucci. Um, he does Conosibile della Safa, and then he does, um, and then he's like a, the head quote unquote like collaborator is what he calls it, um, and that's with Vini Robosco, Ferlani, Tiberi, um, a bunch of them. There he has like he has like fourteen of them. Anyways, um, but today we're drinking um, the um, Vini Robosco Cancellato. This is kind of a cool wine because it's actually a blend of Montepulciano from 2016 and 2017. Wait, it's a blend of two separate vintages. Yes, two separate vintages. I feel like we have listeners that are like, what? I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, blow my fucking mind. All those little blown mind emojis yeah. going off. Yeah, I mean, there's some region, like champagne, non-vintage champagne is nothing but multi-vintage, another thing that they call it. Yeah. Um, of, of But yeah, people can do that. Yeah, that's like when you see an NV. Yeah. It means non-vintage. I think this, yeah, this, I don't think it says NV on it, but yeah, it's, um, it's pretty delicious. I, I think it's great. It. I yeah. like it a lot. I think it's fun. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's growing on me. It's, um, incredible. Uh, we're not eating barbecue right now. Like we're not having like ribs or barbecue chicken or something like that. But if we were, I think this would be a great, uh, a great wine with some barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, something like saucy, something like real something saucy, saucy, something, something with BDE. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, some some like some real big dick energy. Yeah, some uh, whatever whatever uh, barbecue has BDE. I, what barbecue does have B? I think that brisket kind of has BDE, but is yeah. that barbecue? Yeah, brisket's yeah, barbecue. Yeah. See, I think I think I I think I like, just think that takes so long to do. Yeah, but d- wouldn't BDE barbecue be something that's like? 
it's like coy and under the radar and you're like, wow, that was really fucking good. I think that brisket kind of is that though, because I don't think people realize how long it takes. I brisket. guess. And sometimes it can be, it, sometimes it could be a, a, a <laughs> it could be a lot it and, could it, be a lot and it's brisket. not, it's not necessarily the easiest thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. And so like big D you gotta be in the, you gotta like, you gotta work up to it. Yeah. sometimes. <laughs> you can't just start barbecuing, go straight to bit brisket. You gotta like, yeah. You gotta take it easy. You gotta do like, oh, pork ribs. That's like an easy starter. But like, yes. when you get into beef and stuff like that, and then when you get into brisket, like, yeah, you gotta serious. work your way up. Yeah, we've been, we, <laughs> we've obviously been talking about big dick energy before. Well, because we tasted this wine um, pre pod. I hate that's. Uh, I just exposed us. Well, we to the world. Like, we just like opened. We it. just made sure it wasn't corked. Yeah, yeah, basically. We don't want to open it like on the pod and be we're like trying to work on our sound quality, and we realized that yeah. opening bottles of wine on the pod is probably not the best thing to do. But I tasted. It, I was like, this, this, this wine is is BDE. I and like then, that you're just short, like the acronym that you're doing. I think that that's, I mean, I can say big dick energy. I mean, I, I think that BDE is probably easier. You know, we're getting there. You know, we'll get there. Yeah. I just like saying big dick energy. It just sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big dick. So, this, so anyway, BDE. it's been something that's kind of been in the, has anyone out there in radio land? Hello. I, do you guys know big dick energy? BDE? I think most people know about big dick. Yeah. Well, all right, for those of you guys that don't know about Big Dick Energy, it's a thing that's taken over the internet because yeah. of Pete Davidson. Yep, yep. When he started... Ariana Grande. Yeah, you know, she said, like... I, she tweeted that he had, like, some... That he was uh, well-endowed. Yeah. And, and then people were like, that makes sense. Yeah, that he makes has sense. that energy. He's got, yeah. that, he's got that swag. And then you... Uh, we Swagger, were, like, but not as in, like, you know... I think Adam Driver is one of those people. Yes, yes. And then we were, like, they were, they were talking about and women. And then I was like, me... <laughs> yeah, I also have incredibly big dick energy. I th- like they start talking about and who. Um... It's true though. My friend Ryan, he always talks about how if I had a dick, it'd be really big and vain, or like and veiny. And I don't tan. Is, ve- is veiny a plus? I don't know. <laughs> is a tan vein? I don't know. I don't <laughs> think it's a plus at all. But all I know is that it means like it <laughs> probably has like a lot of fucking big dick energy running through it. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to have a big dick to have big dick energy. You don't even have to have a penis to this have b- big dick energy. I know, I don't. Have it's one. just a confidence that you that, that one exudes in a and a belief in themselves and a not a uh, you know we could I guess we could call it what would the non gendered equivalent. I think be? it's just confidence. Yeah, it's just confidence. Uh, yeah, we just have to sexualize so, everything. Yeah, it's just fun. To sexualize things. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, this is some BDE wine. Yeah, know? to go it's, with some BDE brisket. Yeah, because I, I feel like it, this wine has a lot of confidence. Um, to me, it's, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I wrote down tasting notes. I already have tasting notes about it. Yeah. So, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's strawberry with some hints of jalapeno and blackberry. You know, you got some lime zest. It's savory with some... It does have a touch of like sweet, like barbecue sauceness to it, but just a little, little bit. Um, it's got this like yeah. animalistic character too. This yeah, like carnal. This, yeah, this kind of want to fuck it. <laughs> I think that's the thing with big dick energy. Like, do it's a confidence, but also, do you want to have sex with it? Yeah, it's like an attraction to somebody that, that or something that like is sort of you can't really put your finger on. See, this is. So before the pod, we were like, oh, what wines have BDE? And if that's what it is, if it's like this confidence, then I want to like, then I think that most wines I drink have BDE. 
Like, I don't know why. I think I think I, I always sexualize wines. I don't think it's... You gravitate like, towards wines with BDE or the you just think all wine? Not all wines. But, but I mean, a lot of wine, the wines that I gravitate towards, yeah, I think... Yeah, tend to have... Like, I would say probably your friends or uh, slash... Uh, co-hosts on podcasts probably have that energy too, right? Like it's. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 yeah, Adam. My wife is listening to the podcast now, so hi, babe. Hey, Kate. Um, I don't think he has BD at all. <laughs> um, Wait, not at all. No, I'm well, just kidding. Um, you have BD. Yeah, sure. Thanks. It's thanks. It's thanks. Confident. Yeah. Now you're I'm, talking about wine. Anyways, I want to fuck a lot of wines that I drink. Yeah. For better or worse. Um, and I don't I think, know if I ever feel that way about wines. I think it's I think it's just a it's just like a place to put fantasies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's just like a place to. It's like I, I, I it lives it. in the same space in your brain as yeah. fan, is like a fantasy world. Exactly, exactly. It takes me somewhere. Like I wrote. Does about, Rick Sanchez have BDE? He, fuck yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does. I think that he most definitely does. Yeah. I mean, I I don't. Morty sometimes. No. Yeah, when he was like, there's moments where he's like, he's a- get your shit together, put it all in a box, yeah, get yeah, your yeah. shit together. No, yeah, put it in a backpack, take it to the shit store. Yeah. Um, yeah. Morty though, Morty only really has big dick energy um, in the in the Rick and relaxation. Yeah, so where 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 all, all, all the toxins. toxins. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this wine has some BDE um, on it. I like it. I'm into it. Yeah. I think that that's something we can start using with wines in general. You know, I can't wait till you get that in a Bon Appetit. Oh, they, I doubt that they will have that, but maybe BDE. Could you tell them it means like a, a I could, I could maybe get away with it in, uh, in online. They did let me say orgy once last year. No, but you can only, have, <laughs> you don't have to say big dick energy. You could just like, Oh, this wine has BDE. And they're like, Marissa, what's BDE? And like, Oh, I mean, a lot it's, of people say big dick energy, but I, I mean, it's a, uh, Big, delicious... Enology. Yeah, there you go. And they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, just don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, just no, go with it. No, they would know. They would know. They, they're too smart. I've tried to trick them numbers yeah. of times, and they they catch on pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, this wine's great. I'm really into it. Um, so it's a blend of two different years, and you know, we thought that maybe we would talk about blending today. Yeah. Um, I was telling Marissa earlier that as when I, when I worked the floor of restaurants, there was always, it seems to be a common thing that people say, which is that they like a blend. And I, it's so odd to me. It's very, very common. I, I have a feeling that there's listeners probably listening right now who are going, what do you mean? I love a blend. And like, <laughs> I don't know if everyone total. I feel like uh, saying that you like a blend is something that's sort of like lazy wine professionals started using as a way to just like stop talking to people. Ah, Does that make sense? It was like, Oh, it was like, I hate talking to people. And it was just like, Oh, you like a blend. And then like, Oh, okay, I like blends. And then that was it. And there was never have to be explanation or anything. Because what the fuck does that mean, a blend? But I also say think that, that maybe consumers also thought that a blend also softened some varietals or varieties, you know? I like, think you're giving too much faith to the average. They, uh, might not cog- they might not cognitively be like, oh, you know, a blend oh, I see what of, you're saying. A blend I see what you're of saying. Syrah and Morvedra and Cabernet is going to be a little bit more. Um, fruity than say a straight yeah. Cabernet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think that I, I'm not saying that that a lot of people were like, mm, I'm gonna 
I'm thinking about how yeah, this blend. I don't know. Occasionally, I get those people who are like, "Oh, I'd like a blend," and I'm like, "Okay, this is it's uh, blah blah blah," and they're like, "Oh, you know what? I don't like it when blah is blended in." And you're like, "How? What? You are crazy." Well, it's crazy too. Is that in a lot of regions like California, for example, you know, you can add so much twenty percent, twenty percent to something without even saying it. Yeah. So you know, you could have a Cabernet that is blended with. Um, you know, what do they normally, is it Merlot, Merlot? Syrah. Yeah, I, I mean, there's, Merlot. there's sort of like a dark, uh, 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 what's, what's it called when it's like a, a op- an open secret? Uh, there's a BDE. No, there's like an open secret with a lot of domestic Pinot Noir where they're bulking it up with like Syrah or other things to sort of, because so many California wine oh, drinkers want. Robles wasn't making big enough Pinot Noir, like with their insane heat. Well, and they just, it, I think it also could add structure and backbone to like these yeah. flabby Pinot Noirs. And so they would be adding shit a lot of Syrah. That's why you'll see like a lot of, um, there was a lot of Pinot Noir makers in like the 90s who also released Syrah. Yeah. And so you get like, yeah, you get like 15, 20% Syrah in with that Pinot Noir. And people go, oh, I like, I like my Pinot Noirs that are like, you know, they've got some, they're girthy. Who likes girthy Pinot Noirs? Uh, I don't know. Does girth does girth Gir- count like, in BDE? Yeah, yeah, I think that girth could definitely girth definitely falls into the vocabulary of 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 the BDE. I don't know. What if um, you're like hung like a tuna can? Oh, that's not really hung. That's more like strapped. <laughs> like you're just strapped to someone's body. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to think about that. That just made me think of like chicken of the sea, like attached to yeah. Adam Driver, and that just made me sad. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, BDE, but okay. just in a way that you're not used to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, <laughs> just wider than I am long. Um, yeah, anyway, so blends. So, so blends. So there's that type of blend. Um, and then, as we said earlier, you know, with the Cancellato that we're having right now, it's two different vintages, and that's also how they make a lot of champagne. Um, but there's a lot of other type of blends. Um, there's also vineyard blends. Yeah, so like if you're, uh, let's say, a Burgundy house or you're a Barolo house, and you have multi... Um, you have lots of different single vineyards that you want to um, make expressions of. So you do like a single vinification of a single vineyard. You can blend those vineyards together for multitude of reasons. Sometimes people do it because they don't feel they have the quality that year to release the single vineyards. Yeah. Like Predatorio del Barbaresco will do that. Um, or sometimes you want to show, you know, you want you want a wine that's a little bit more approachable, a little bit younger, so you blend down sort of what you consider your lesser stuff into, you know, like a, a declassified wine or like a Borgone, just like a straight-ahead Borgone. So that's another type of blending where it's all the same grape and it's kind of from all these different little uh, single vineyards or, or regions within the same region. Little vineyards inside the same region. Yeah. It's like all their properties. Yeah, and some people not- really like it because I feel like it gives a it gives a more accurate picture of the vintage as opposed to the site. Yeah. So like if you're terroir is bl- not real. Terroir is not real. Um, <laughs> Just for those of you that didn't listen to that episode, <laughs> I believe the terroir is real, and Adam doesn't buy. Uh, yeah. So th- th- there's that where it's like, oh, I can taste 2017 because it's a blend of all of these different single vineyards within this region. So I get the. V- the, the the vintage more so than the, the and the vintage is a big thing. I not to go not to stray too far off like um, our blend 
our blend topic today. Um, but you know, I used to always kind of be like, who buys based on vintage? Like, I don't care about vintage. Like I buy based on producer and I buy based on this and like whatever. And then the 2015 vintage of Beaujolais, like basically punched me in the gut and taught me that I'm a fucking idiot. No, you're not. I think it's both. I don't think it's it's that black or white. But I mean, to, 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 I was, I was, um, I was arrogant and naive to just completely, uh, disregard vintage because, you know, so with the vintage, the reason that it matters is because the climate affects so much of how a wine tastes, you know, depending on how hot it was or how much rain they got, all of these different things affect the grapes and, um, you know, how much sugar they produce and when they can be harvested. And so for example, with Beaujolais, you know, the Beaujolais I had been drinking had been very like light and acidic. And then the 2015s came out and those were really fucking big yeah they were those i i don't know if they were bde wines as much as they were just like big dick wines like they were just like yeah there's a difference between big dick energy and big dick wines or like a big dick wine is somebody who probably doesn't have big dick energy exactly a big dick wine is just swinging out there just like just as a bit much i don't (laughs) want it i'm like put it away Ugh, like you're just a little bit too much but bd you know yeah big dick energy is like Hey, let me see how much you got. <laughs> um, Show me what you got. Show me what you got. Boo. <laughs> not, not cool. Does um, what's her name? Octa. What's the woman who just won the primary in New York? Oh, um, oh it's Octavia. Um, yeah, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yes. Yeah, she's got that energy. She's got that. Like, I saw her on Colbert. I think she's just hot and like confident. So is that so? But isn't that confidence? Isn't that yeah? What I don't know. About? It's just like a very specific confidence, though. <laughs> Anyways, um, vintages—they're important. Getting back to blends. <laughs> so we got vineyard blends, and then there's also field blends. Field blends, yeah. Where you know you have a, a, a vineyard, and maybe you have a bunch of different grapes. They could be white grapes. They could be red grapes, and they're all growing together in these. In this, and you you pick them all and you I guess some people it doesn't count as a field blend if you're fermenting them separately so you're co-fermenting all of these things together into what would be a representation of I guess the field yeah the actual field that you're working on and that is a blend but that's not a blend like you don't you're not blending barrels together you're just you're just it's a co-ferment so and then co-fermenting so co-fermenting though is um something that people do use while making blends sometimes. Not all co-ferments are field blends. All field blends are co-ferments. Yes. And a co-ferment means it's two or more types of grapes that are fermenting together. Correct. But not all blends are co-fermented. Like oftentimes a blend, you know, um, you know, something will be semi-carbonic. Yeah. Or, you know, they'll do like a a carbonic and then they can blend it with a, you know, a non-carbonic doing its whole other different thing. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of different type of blends. So when you um, hypothetically come in, go into a restaurant or a wine store and you say, I like a blend, to some degree, there's not a lot of, there's so much meaning in that, there's almost devoid of meaning. Yeah. I think though, if someone came in and said that they, I mean, not that I work at a wine shop, but who knows with the way. Let's pretend. I don't know. I, I applied for a job at Psychic <laughs> Wines. I was like, oh I was really? Like, I mean, not really. I, I, I was just, <laughs> I'm just really good at cutting boxes in case anyone needs some box cutting done. Um, but no, I, I mean, if someone if someone asked for a blend, I think I would have to be like, what 
what do you mean? You know, like what, what do you mean? Because yeah, yeah but customer service just from like going, know, like yeah, immediately yeah. going, what do you mean? I wouldn't say it like that. What the I'm, fuck are you talking about? I'm, a blend. Hey, Hey Gary, get a load of this guy. I'm very friendly. And you know, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I sold clothes at Nordstrom and made a lot of money in the men's department. I know how to talk to people. I could get them in fucking blends all day long. Got them in cotton blends. That's for sure. <laughs> um, no, I think, that, but I think it is something where if, if, a, if, I yeah, was, you have to ask. if, 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 a, well, if someone said that they like blends, I would assume that they would mean kind of what we were originally talking about. Not like a blend of like, Two or more types of grapes. Right. That's what I would assume it I was. I don't understand. I still understand, though. But I think that it's... I think that the word blend sucks. Where did that come from? Well, it comes from blending two different types or more <laughs> grapes together. No, where did it come from where it became this thing that people ask for? I think it probably became a thing because of um, New World Wines. Because, you know, in Old World Wines, they... So, for those of you guys that don't know kind of the difference between Old World and New World Wines, there's a couple things that distinguish those two things. Um, a New World Wine... A New World Wine country is a country that's been making wine since after the 15th century. And Old World, you know, like Italy, um, Spain, France, all those places have been making wine since before the 15th century. Basically and, imperialism. Yes, and um, but another thing too is that the way that these bottles are labeled. So like old world wines, very rarely. I mean, now natural wine is kind of changing those things, but traditionally old world wines do not list the varieties on the label. It's more regional based. Like you need to know what is being done in Tuscany. You need to know what's being done in you know um, in. I don't fucking know the, some French thing that I can't pronounce. I was gonna, I was gonna say blah 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 blah. Yeah, whatever. You have to know, or like in Burgundy, like yeah. you would have to know, like that it's Pinot Noir or, or whatever. Yeah. Or in Beaujolais, you need to know that it's Gamay. It doesn't say Gamay on the label. With New World wines, um, the variety is most often right on the front of the label. So right, it's like, more of the selling point. Exactly. So it's like California Cabernet or like you know New Zealand. Yeah, and you know, Australia sure is. Yeah. Um, So I think though, what I think that's an awful Australian accent. I know it was really bad. I wasn't trying to do it. I just was doing it how people say sure is, which is just (laughs) stupid. Anyways, the point is that I think that what the reason that people say blend is I think that in a lot of commercial wines they put blend on the front, like cupcake. Red well, Velvet Blend, I'm pretty sure, is one. Oh, that's interesting. They you know? do a lot of fantasy names. Yeah. And maybe those fantasy names they call blends. It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, this or is... Or I think that they just put blend on the label. It's just yeah. like, oh, it's like, you know, blah, 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 blend. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fantasy name. It's a, it's a name. Like it's a, but in, instead of like, because it's not one variety, they're going to name it some kooky-ass fucking bullshit yeah. with blend on the end. Yeah. It's a super blend, a, but that gets me back to um, uh, we're we're divulging a little bit, but like Italy, I think we're actually doing pretty well. Italy, because Italy can do so. Uh, famously, I, I said super blend, but super Tuscan. Oh yeah, which doesn't have to be a blend. They can be a hundred percent Sangiovese or a hundred percent Merlot or you know some other rough. But uh, a super Tuscan is sort of like this concept of new world in the old world. It was like this. They were making wines in a style. Those are some big dick wines. Those are some big dick wines. Not big dick not, energy wines. Not, I, there are some that are like 100% Sangiovese that can be a little bit more... Um, BDE? Yeah, but for the most part, those are wines that are trying to compete with the world market. Yeah, they're trying to swang, dude. They're yeah. trying to swing it. They're trying to, they're trying to be like... 
we can we yeah my this this dick game long yeah exactly like someone's like oh i i have a super tuscan for you and i'm yeah. like i don't want that shit it came in a magnum uh size <laughs> I, I yeah super when someone's like trying to talk to me about super tuscans i'm usually like Oh boy, you're trying so hard to impress me right now. <laughs> and I don't want to fuck you. Shout out to all our Super Tuscan drinkers. Yeah, just don't like, just don't try to like uh, mansplain Super Tuscans, maybe. That's or it's one fun. of those things where you're talking to somebody, like, it, it, I, 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 but my uh, go to for the person who I like don't want to talk to about wine with <laughs> is my parents' friends. <laughs> Yeah, like it's an act, but it's not necessarily the truth. But it's like this go-to where it's like, I just, I don't need to hear you tell me about. It's not really God. I now I'm like nervous because I'm like, what if they listen to this? Our parent, if our parents, well, I know that your mom listens to. Yeah, this. shout out to uh, Adam's mom. Um, but I, I'm not too loud on this one. <laughs> <laughs> she gives us critiques. Um, but I mean, uh, you know, it's like. Um, it's the people who are like, oh, Adam, your dad tells me that you're uh, in the wine business. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And they go, oh, we just got back from vacation in Tuscany. Have you ever heard of Sasakaya? <laughs> and yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm like, oh, God, can, we, can I walk away from this conversation, please? But you can't walk away from those conversations, and it's the worst. Yeah, I'm like, uh, please now tell me about the time you visited Opus One. Please, please. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm trying to think, someone was just mansplaining something to me the other day, and I was like, I wrote a fucking book about wine. Don't worry, I know what I know. Is, I know things. Is mansplaining the opposite of BDE? Oh yeah, like yeah. It, because if yeah, I mean, like, may- there's no way Bill O'Reilly is. No, is, no, because then the, the like mansplaining is a part of like big dick swing, like trying to swing a big dick. Yeah. You know, mansplaining is like, to me, mansplaining is like small dick energy. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, totally. You, you have to, you have to explain totally. something to totally. me. You think that I'm not smart enough to totally. like understand what this, Oh, I remember it wasn't about wine. We were out to dinner and, um, we went to this new restaurant, Tess. Um, yeah, yeah. And they just, is it Tess like or Tessay? I, I think it's just test, but the E really throws it off. <laughs> There's um, no accent on the E, so it depends what language it I is. I know, but I, I yeah, I, I'm confused by it. Um, but we went, and uh, my delightful um, dinner companions decided to get veal kidneys, which um, I didn't really want any part of. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, I was like, sure. You know, I'm one of those people where I'm like, order what you want, dudes. Like, I don't, like, just fucking do what you want to do. Like, I might not eat it, but, like, yeah. do, do you? And... It was like, you know, veal is baby cow, right? And I'm like, all right. Wait, who explained that to you? I'm not going to say. No, no, I mean the person who ordered it? Yes, someone at my table. Someone I'm very close to. And I was like very... Were they trying to to convince you to order it? No, they were just like... Because I was just like, order the fucking veal kidneys. I don't care. And then they're like, you know that veal is baby cow, right? And I'm like, yeah, but I don't have to eat it. Like, I don't fucking care. I don't understand. Were they trying to get you to eat it by saying it was a baby cow? Like, they're like, you know, you should eat it. I think it is a baby were, cow. I think they were just trying to get me to be like, ew, no, don't. Oh, oh. I, babies, animals, man. I'm like, dude, the kidneys are already back there. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter what I It doesn't matter what I say or do. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's already Did you taste done. them? The kidneys? Kidneys are weird. You got to be into it. Um, I did taste it because I tried to taste everything. Mm-hmm. Um, although as someone that 
was a vegetarian for a really long time um, and just went back to eating meat for like health reasons, I try not to eat very much of it. And also like that shit really weirds me out. And yeah. also like very, like very super into like where my meat comes from and how it's prepared and shit. Um, yeah, the veal kidneys were not good. It's a, my mom likes kidney a lot. She's, she's French though, and I feel like it's a no. It was just because they were like fried. There's a different. They're a different texture. They were fried, dude. It was like it was like. I think that <laughs> I I doubt that these will be on the menu in like two weeks. I doubt that anyone in LA is going to be eating them because they're just one. They're kidneys. Kidneys are gross. If you're yeah. not, if you're already not into eating animals, as someone that's not into eating animals, don't do it. I mean, maybe try it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I try to try everything yeah. no matter what. Um, but yeah, they were, they were, they were really not, not my fave. No, not anyone's fave, but it was because they were, they were breaded like really, you know, like when you get chicken fingers that are yeah. that, like conventional that, oven chicken fingers. They were breading them? They bred them. And then fried them. And so fried basically, them. I don't. So it was like, it was like frozen chicken finger breading yeah. really thick. And then like this gamey ass, disgusting little organ on the inside. Well, I and I'm not going to judge, you know. But the rest of the but the rest of the meal this was great. place's decision. But if you're going to put kidney on the menu, I feel like breading and frying it is basically oh saying like, don't worry, you can eat it. Like you bread and fry th- things no, for children I know, almost. I know, I know, I know. And, and it's, it's like, like making me sick thinking about it. It's well, let's keep talking about it. Maybe we can get Marissa to throw up on the pod. <laughs> Um, no, but like considering it, how much people love me burping directly <laughs> into the microphone, I'm sure it'll go great. But there's got to be like a like that. I feel like you're doing a disservice to the kidney. Just eat the fucking kidney. Don't bread it and fry it. I know. Yeah. That, no, that's true. That was a that was what my uh, my 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 dinner companions also agreed with. Um, they're big. They're big uh, food people. Love love foods. Um, but then we we didn't eat it, and then they took it off our menu. Yeah. Or took it off our um, our bill. So yeah. I, I mean, like I said, you don't want, anyways, I don't. Yeah. Speaking of BDE, um, uh, LeBron James. Come on to LA. I'm so fucking excited. I don't really declare, I, very, 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 very little do I declare my um, excitement of Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Never does Adam talk about how much he loves um, LA. I don't talk about very much about my, my, my Laker fandom because. Yeah. It's just something well, that... Well, that's because there hasn't been much to be a fan about. Yeah, I was years. excited about Lonzo Ball, and I, I'm, I'm still kind of, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of the franchise. I always have been. I'm, I'm not a fair weather. Yeah. But I just don't... It's just not something that I publicly talk about all that often. For no particular yeah. reason. I yeah. just don't talk about sports all that much. But, man, am I excited. Um, I'm excited, too. Uh, but I'm kind of bummed that it already happened because there was a wonderful week and a half where all of my because I sold my car last summer, so I um, ride share everywhere. Yeah. There was a wonderful week and a half where I had something to talk to with every single Uber, driver. Uber driver? Yeah, where like, I didn't really have to know everything about it, but I could get them like yeah. hyped on LeBron, and then yeah. you know we could have, like this instead of having a, the same fucking conversation about the weather, you know, I, then I could have just conversations about LeBron. You never I, just go in with the headphones on? That's no. my move. No, we don't do that. Oh, I absolutely always. I try to make my driver's day. No, oh, see, make I feel think that fucked. making I would see if I was a driver, making my day would be shut the fuck well, up. Well, it depends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it, it depends. I just like go off the mood of the driver. Yeah. Or sometimes I'm really wasted and I can't talk. So yeah. There's that too. That doesn't yeah. happen very often. No, I, I I do the I do the headphones. I don't even necessarily listen to anything. That's a real fucking Whoa. shitty of me. That's. I just like the silence, you know? Maybe it's because I'm a dad, and so, like, at any moment well, of prefer, alone time. I prefer the silence, for sure. Nine times out of ten, when I'm in an Uber, it always comes up 
that I write about wine and then they have a bazillion questions about wine. And then usually I don't, I, I, I'm not trying to be stereotypical in any way. I'm just saying by the person, cause I use Uber a lot, a lot. It's a lot of Armenian drivers yeah. that then want to talk to me about Armenian wine, which, which is I've dope, I guess I've never had it though. Before. Yeah. So then they, I get to hear a lot about Armenian wine. I, I, I don't know where to get. Have you had Armenian wine? No, I don't think so. Me neither. I don't think so. But th- they tell me a lot about it. Well, I mean, we could go to Glendale and check it out. <laughs> now who's, that's, that's being a little stereotypical. There's a lot of Armenians in Glendale. It's like me saying I, we could go to K-Town to see Koreans. Except it's called K-Town. Well, Glendale could be called Little Armenia. There Look, already is a Little Armenia. I know, in Hollywood. So yeah. that's why they can't call Glendale Little <laughs> Armenia. There's a lot of Armenians in Glendale. This reminds me of that Rick and Morty when he says he hit a, it's the one where um, <laughs> the devil opens up that yeah, the yeah, shop yeah. and yeah. then he gives him the microscope that would make him, he's, as Rick says, it would make him retarded. And Morty's like, you can't use that word. Yeah. And he's like, I'm saying that that would literally happen. I would, you know, from using the microscope. And then Morty's like, that's not the point. And he's like, you know, and then Rick's Rick. And I'm like, oh my God, Rick is the best. <laughs> he just speaks his <laughs> mind and drools everywhere. And everyone's I rewatched so the third him. season that this, the, through the course of this week. I rewatched the third season and seen it in a while. And it's a good one. It is. It is. I feel like there was more that they could have done. Not could have. I feel like there's more that they probably had that they pulled away from. Cause I feel like they ended the season with like uh, well now we're back to the way it was at season one. Well, that's because everyone was like fucking complaining about it. It was like a whole ordeal because um, people thought or a lot, I don't think that Dan Harmon gives a fuck about fans, but there was a lot of pushback against like the Jerry, like the family dynamics. People just want Rick and Morty to be on adventures. They don't give a fuck about like that's the my Smith favorite family. part. What, the Smith family or the Rick and Morty adventures? I like the family dynamics. That's like I think it's a, it has to be a balance of both. I think that the third season was a, maybe a, a bit out of balance for some people. It wasn't for me. I enjoyed it. So um, I also, I mean, this is this is our Rick and Morty, our, this is going to be our heavy Rick and Morty. Um, app, but I mean, I, I did go, I did make a Rick and Morty uh, protest sign. <laughs> That's right. For, That's uh, right. For She's the, got like 8,000 likes on Reddit. Yeah, 8,700. Almost uh, 9,000 likes. Which I needed because no one on Instagram understood it. And I was like... Well, you got to play to your play to your base. No, that's I not... I know, uh, it's true. They didn't get it. Ben Ben got, Ben's sign got way more likes than mine, but that's uh, fine. Fuck boomers or something? Or It was... it was The backside said no more boomers, but the front side said don't confuse uh, racism for patriotism. Oh, yeah, that's good. good. Mine says... Cosmos without hatred, which could be taken a couple of different ways. I made it as in uh, the worlds could be one together, Cosmos without hatred, along with the song, knowing that fart, the gaseous, the gaseous being from Rick and Morty, that Michael's supposed to kill, um, wants to commit um, full universal genocide because all carbon-based life is horrible. But I also am kind of like... Carbon-based life is, is kind of horrible. We yeah. kind of are a disease on our planet. So, but uh, but then the other side said, uh, you know, choose compassion, fight racism. Oh yeah, fuck fascism. Do you know how lucky so, we are as human beings? I was having this conversation yesterday. As human beings, that we get to make signs. No, I was going to say that we that our death is not that like most human death, or maybe not most. I don't know actually, but a good portion, especially of human death, is is not 
by being murdered by something. If you have to think, you have to think most animals in the wild, what happens is they get yeah. old, then they get murdered and eaten. There's no like, there's not like deer that are just like falling asleep in the woods some and dying. Must, must, some animals must die of natural causes I, and then get eaten. <laughs> there, I don't think, maybe it happens, but I don't think there's a lot of animals that just no, like. I think by the time that they get weak enough to die, they, get, they, eaten. they get eaten. Yeah. It's like there's never, their death I is always. Always traumatic. Also, though, I think that it's such a it's a it's a privilege as a man to think that you're that you're that the likelihood is you're not going to get murdered because I'm constantly like, oh, I'm going to get murdered as a woman. Yeah, that might mur- be right. I could get murdered. It's not. Time. It's all. It's probably a privilege as a white man. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm afraid of getting murdered every day. It might be. I might. That, I, that, I might just be speaking so much privilege right now that I'm like, well, we what both- isn't it? Isn't it great? This uh, you don't have to worry about. Like, we, I'm going to die peacefully in a bed. Yeah, and I'm like, I sleep with a taser next yeah. to my bed. I'm not That's even joking. True. I have a legitimate taser yeah. on my bedstand at all times. I keep my doors unlocked. No. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I don't. I could never do that. Um, should we talk about more wine stuff? Sure. Um, we so, have... Uh, yeah, yeah we, we, we're doing good. Um, blends. We talked a lot about blends. Is there something else we want to talk about? Or, I mean, like... Or do we want to talk about how we feel about blends? I feel indifferent about blends. I don't have an opinion about them either way. I'm like, blends can be good. Blends can be bad. Blends are blends. What up? I have a controversial topic. Oh, okay. Can we talk about the drinking of red wine and white wine in like the, the concept of this seasonal wine and how people like, you I, know. I, you mean that like, oh, red wine should be drank in the fall and like white wine should be drank like in spring and summer? Correct. Or like, oh, I'm like in this, like, oh, I'm at the pool, so I better drink like rosé or white wine. I feel like that though. Okay. So I get what you're saying, but I also think that the natural wine community or like the natural wine movement has put like the total like, has like just blown that out of the water. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't think anyone gives a fuck about that stuff anymore. No, that's what I'm saying. So I'm tr- I mean. I don't know how many of our, like, I was just saying that, like, there needs to be more of a conversation about, like. But I feel like, okay, so maybe this is me. Like, I feel like I've been writing about chilled red wines for summer instead of rosé for the last, like, four years. And now I'm just getting PR emails that are like, ooh, you know what's the new rosé? Gamay. And it's like, that's fucking Christ. It's, but, but also, I, so I agree with you that there isn't a specific wine for a specific season. I think that that's. Not true. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to drink some big-ass tannic fucking, like, tonight at the pool. But you're never going to drink that wine. I'm never going to. That's true. That's what I'm, like, I, I guess what I'm, like. Th- that's a food we, wine. We sit in our brain and we, like, we're like, well, I would never drink that then. But then it's like, I never drink those wines ever. It's like seeing, yeah. like, oh, yeah, like a double. But is I- that bad on, like, is that, like, is that bad? Are we on missing us? out on something? I don't watch horror films. I don't feel like I'm missing out just because of, like I skip a genre of something. Yeah, I feel like I'll have like a big tannic wine if the food calls for it, but it's not something enjoyable. Would you order it though, or, or would you drink it if someone else ordered it? It would have to be on a tasting menu. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, you would never. It's not something that you would like actively. And I don't. I don't think it's something that a lot of that's big dick wine. I think people who've got BDE. Are, don't need to feel that they need to like drink those wines. Yeah, I agree with you. They're like comfortable drinking whatever they want. Yeah, and we want to drink something that maybe the entire natural wine movement is just BDE. Like we just do what we want. 
Yeah. It's confidence. Yeah, it's confidence. I don't need I don't need a marketing team to tell me what I need to drink. No. I can drink what I want. I do drink what I want. Yeah. Whenever I want. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Because I got I'm not swinging a big dick, but I got some big dick energy. Yeah, I don't wear underwear because you know what? That's restrictive. Who needs it? Yeah. I'm only wearing a bra today because <laughs> this shirt was very see-through. I realize that I have a lot of very see-through shirts. I need to start to... No, I wear underwear. I could never not. I'm such a prude. Does that make someone a prude or does that just make you like maybe more... I'm very... When I'm, I'm, I'm prudish. I'm like... I, like I'm all, I don't wear shorts. I don't wear sandals. I don't like... Not even at the pool? Very rarely. Like, I don't... I How don't. do you go to the beach and stuff? Barefoot? I'd rather go barefoot than sandaled. The sand is very hot. I mean, I grew up here. Do you know what the trick is? Um, I did grow up here too. I know that. I'm just saying, you just bury your feet as I you walk. I know that, but like sometimes that doesn't work. And yeah, then you run. I know, but sometimes that's okay. Well, sometimes that's not. Uh, you burn your feet. I don't know. I don't wear yeah. sandals. All right, <laughs> I'm wearing sandals right now. So <laughs> are you wearing? I'm wearing Adidas. Oh, but slides. you're not wearing. You're wearing slides. You're not wearing flip flops. I guess I, I mean don't more own s- flip flops. I guess I mean more flip flops. I don't own flip flops. But I don't wear anything that like exposes my feet. That's good because most men have gross feet. Yeah. You know what? That's something I'd like to see. Great feet energy. <laughs> That's what more men need. You, my, my wife has been trying to talk me into a pedicure or manicure. Like, oh, you should come with me. I've never done it. Oh, if I, no, I got to go. My wife talks me into it. Like, you got to go. She really wants me to go with her and do it, but I, it's just something. I get this is like a prudish side of me. I just I don't feel comfortable. I don't think that's being prude though. Not wanting to go get a manicure, or pedicure. I think that's the that's just like um, society. I'm not. It's not a masculine versus like I'm not. No, I just I, think that you've never. If you grew up doing that, it wouldn't be a thing for you. I just, or if you grew up with that, it being just normal. seems. It seems very. It seems very private in a public way for me. To me. Yeah. I and I, see that. I and and that's like but, when I say well, prudish, like that's it. what you I mean. Like, it's because you obviously don't like your feet. I mean, they're hobbit-ish. They've got a yeah, hobbit. Like they like got a feet. they've got a hobbit quality to them. This is a great pod. <laughs> I'm glad that we were really informative. We were. Or I'm glad that we were pretty informative at the top because this is just me and Adam now, just being me and Adam. Um, yeah, like I've been to the shire. Like I'm definitely like. Here's my problem with manicures and pedicures. They don't serve wine at those places. I'm like, what I want while I'm getting my They toes. could. I don't think they they're should. I don't think they wouldn't not be allowed to. I know, but I mean that's what I want. Like if I could just like make it better, like if I could have like a great glass of Sancerre while I, getting I my think toes. That, right. I don't know. I've never gotten a manicure, but maybe they don't want you doing things with your hands. Oh no, they allow you to flip through You can be like be on your phone or and stuff like that. Yeah. Everyone just reads tabloids. I mean I don't. I usually close my eyes and pretend I have a glass of wine. <laughs> but um, everyone else usually reads tabloids. But I don't know how they do it because, anyway, it doesn't matter. This is really... Um, what anyway. A, what else is going on? Um, well, last week, uh, I'm trying to think of like what, what, what stuff's happened in the wine world. Last week was the Percy Selections trade tasting. Yeah. Went I, to that. that was I had fun. dinner with them. Yeah, Adam went to the VIP event. Yep. Super I, VIP. I just went to the... Shout out Kobo Wu. Yeah, I just went, wait, in... K-Town? Is that where we went? Yeah, we've been there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the first time we, like, had lunch. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Tell me Sabre. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We, yeah, we, uh, Kobo is, uh, 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 Josh from Percy that seems to be, like, his go-to. They treat us really well. The food's fucking amazing. Yeah, it is really, really good. Um, it's, and it's just, like, a, an all-around, it's a good restaurant experience, which is so hard to find these days. Yep. But from start, like, they're just friendly, and they, they're, they're hospitable. Their parking is bad, though. It's valet. Oh, they have valet? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's only $2, too. I oh, I take it back. I take it back. Yeah. And, like, 
it's just a the, like I said, the food is exceptional. It's just really, it's just a really all around a good a good dining experience. And you get to take they they do corkage. Well, they've now. I mean, part of the reason we all go also is I, I've probably been there a hundred times in the last three or four years. Yeah. And so they record they know me, and oh. so we don't pay corkage. He's got that BDE coming yeah. in. To- I should really shout out Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Kevin takes care of us there. What's up, Kevin? Yeah, he's the, he's the dude. Well, I went to the tasting and. Um, you know, I love Percy's book. Everything was tasting great. The only wines that were mousy were the ones I knew were going to be mousy. And um, for those of you that don't know what mouse is, it's a flaw in wine. I consider it a fault because I do not like it. But basically, um, it's um, it. They don't. Uh, there's there's still a discussion about what causes it. But some people say it's lactic acid. Some people say it's too much time on the lees. All sorts of shit. But basically, it just leaves like a an odor of, and we've talked about this before, the odor of a pissy mouse cage or like old salami, just corn nuts in the back of your throat. So everything was good though. The best wines I had there were uh, the Candeli wines from New Zealand. Yeah, those were good. They were fucking incredible. Really? What was so good about them? Oh my God. There was like, so there was like this incredible cohesiveness between them. Oh, I like that. Like, so one of them was a, so first of all, um, so there's there was two white blends. One of them was uh, I believe. All right, I'm gonna get this wrong, but the the blends were something with. Um, speaking of blends, um, Sauvignon. There was a I think Sylvaner and Riesling, mm-hmm. and then there was a Sauvignon Blanc, and one of those two I think I forget the exact ratios on those. And then there was a. Um, I forget the red. Um, I, I would need to go get my notes, but or I guess I could. No, it's not. Anyways, it doesn't matter. The point is, that there were two whites and a red. And what was really interesting to me was that on the the aromatics of all of them, they had a really really strong like tea rose um, smell to them. You know, like um, kind of like one like one of those roses you that not like one of the shitty roses you buy at the grocery store, but like if you smell a rose in your backyard and it has like that like pungent tart rose smell you know it's like it's like gets, right not like grandma rose candy no it's like a pungent tart rose yeah. smell all of them the whites and the red had a very very strong tea rose smell to them and like and an like, underlying rose yeah and i thought it was really interesting to have like three different wines that all had this yeah. um this one underlying note and i was very taken by them i think i, I mean i think that they were some of the best wines i've had this year when, i don't know I, I, you might not know how how josh came about because josh is typically an importer of french some spanish yeah I how don't he know. got new zealand i don't know how he got them but he told me that they so with new zealand it seems like there might be um, a certain amount of natural wine producers there but a lot of them are not using organic grapes okay so um, they're using conventionally farmed grapes and then making like quote natural wines but Candeli is actually doing organic, organic viticulture yeah yeah so they're the 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 natty wines yeah. of New Zealand right now and they're incredible and they have like these beautiful labels and I hate that a lot of natural wines are kind of like or I hate that people say you know, we only like natural wine because of like cool labels and yeah. shit. But when the late, like the label's great and the wine is great, it's like a win-win, you know, it's awesome. But those were really, 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 really good. Like fucking really good. Like could have jerked off to them. <laughs> BDE wines? I don't think they had BDE. They were just more like seductive and like chill. Ooh, they were SDE yes, wines. Yeah. Seductive, seductive dick wines. wines. Yeah. Seductive yeah. energy, yes. Yeah, seductive. Oh, yeah, seductive dick energy. 
I don't even think they were dick though. They were just like they were more like tit wines. Yeah. Like seductive tit wines. Yeah, they were like Sedu- cleavage. Yeah, they were like seductive cleavage energy. Yeah. They were, it was like they were good, man. I I've been thinking about them a lot. <laughs> Put them away in my wine spank bank. Um, do we end the pod now? We're f- yeah. What time is it? Or we have forty nine minutes in. Yeah, I guess we go, man. I guess this is pretty good. <laughs> I mean, uh, what do we like, call? Are we calling this BDE plus Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty. I don't think anyone. We're, we're gonna, uh, Rick and BDE blends. 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 We'll figure it out. Blends Rick and Morty and BDE. A fun podcast where you might <laughs> learn a little bit about wine and learn a lot about how Marissa loves fucking wines. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. No. Um. Next week we'll be hopefully more together. We're together. We're together. We just didn't have a game plan today. Yeah, this is just potting. We're just potting it up. Yeah. Potting it up. All right, bye. Bye. Oh, we didn't talk about Drake. Oh, do we want to talk about Drake? I don't know. Do we, do we, I was going to be like, do you guys want to hear about Drake? I think maybe we, have you listened to all of Scorpion? You know, I got bored. It's too much for me. Interesting. I started listening and I'm like listening and listening. I agree with you. But there's a couple songs in there on the back end that I like. See, I haven't gotten there yet because like I wanted to listen to it all the way through, start to finish, like I do every album that I listen to. And it just, I was like, I turned it off at some point because I was like, this is too much fucking Drake. I kind of did the same thing and then someone said something about Summer Games and so then I listened to that and I was like, this is is chill. And then the back half of it, I enjoyed more. I don't know. I need to re-listen to it. Um, also too, I've just been still pretty consumed with Daytona. Yeah. I mean, push a T. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. To- I like kids see ghosts. I haven't, uh, I haven't listened to it enough, but I don't know. I just, it, it was, I don't know. It's a lot of Drake. And I was, I, and Drake does this thing now that like, I, I'm starting to just get frustrated at cause I, I I've been a Drake supporter for a while. Yeah, I think since like, like 2008, Drake. 2009, I, I've enjoyed Drake. Like, and I like Drake since he was in a wheelchair in Degrassi. Yeah. Um, I supported his rap career while he was rolling through Ontario. No, I didn't watch Degrassi. I'm, I'm not I don't that even, old. I don't think, I, I, that was like a Nick Kroll thing. I was like <laughs> thinking Wheels Ontario. Never mind. Um, but when Views came out, I was really excited. And then it just sounded like I'm s- it just wasn't that no, good. I'm sorry. His best album is still, um, if you're listening. If you're reading this, it's too late. If you're reading this, it's too late. And that was a supposedly a mixtape and no, not even. That's the best one. I agree. I agree. I agree. He like, I, I feel like he kind of peaked. I will admit that uh, More Life I, I enjoyed. Yeah. But I enjoyed More Life because I was listening to it with other people. Like I was in New York. Like I, you know, there is other. Take Care is good. Take Care is a good album. Take Care is a good album. I just feel like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just views and this just sounds like views to me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm it, not there was no, there was no progress. There was no, there was no. He didn't, he didn't change. He just is Drake. Yeah, and but I mean, isn't that? I mean, he's just Drake. What? No, because I feel like, I feel like, I feel like if you're reading this, it's too late. Was a, was a, was a shift. Yes, it was, and then, but then he like went back on that shift. I feel like he didn't keep a lot of the I agree. Same. Like, I agree. I, like I agree. Keep a lot of the I also same. what was the one with with future? Um uh, more time to be a lot. Or no, that's not the name of the, the album, but um That was a great album. Yeah, that was. And then like I like that and he just I just want I Is just it What a time to be alive? Is that what's called? Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. It's a good song. Oh, what a time. 
To be no, it's no. That's the name of the album, and then that song is Big Rings. Cause I got some yeah. really big rings. Yeah, yeah. Cause I got a really big team. Need some really big rings. That's what it is. We also need to. I need to stop um, doing rap stuff. Oh my God, Rajon Rondo to the Lakers. I have goosebumps right now. I've always been a Rajon Rondo fan, even though he was um, a Celtic. And we, I, I've always been a big Rajon Rondo fan. Wow, well, that's there exciting. You go. Big, big, big week for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm I into it. Because Blake Griffin's still not on the Clippers anymore. So that bothers you? Yeah, I love Blake. Blake is funny. He did a UCB Space Jam read. He's hilarious. <laughs> All right, talk about some BD. That's the other big news that they're saying with LeBron coming to LA. Space Jam Two for sure happening. What? No. It's a rumor because they've been talking about it for years. Space Jam he's, Tim. Yeah, he, well, no, but Blake, he's not. I want Blake Griffin to do it. I'm sorry. He's. You have to be the world's most famous I, basketball I star. I know, but Blake is like very famous and also very funny. LeBron has some sense of humor. He was in an Amy Schumer movie. Here's the bigger thing about LeBron that we should have been talking about is that he likes wine. Oh, he's a big and oh my god, I didn't even think of yeah, that. So and he's going to be in L.A. He's going to be in L.A. So our time is coming. Oh yeah, we just got to get him into natty shit. Oh, he's. I'll change my Wi-Fi from Kanye seller to LeBron. Seller. <laughs> just kidding, Kanye. I could never do that. But too. that's true. He's going to get. I mean, he he spends a lot of time here. He has a house here, and he's here in the off season. So it's not like he isn't here. But this is going to like this means no, he's now gonna, he will be. He'll here. be here here. Maybe buying wine at the same pl- places. Yeah, you're going to walk into Lou or Domain LA, and there's going to be LeBron. I don't know. No, he's got someone who buys for him. Yeah, but I mean, we don't know who that person is. We yeah. could still meet them. I think I know who that person is. You're like, it's me. I'm manifesting this into reality. No, I, I know who the person is. Oh, well, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry I'm out here living my fantasy life. But he's, I know he's had Ultramarine, and he's really into Ultramarine. He's also into that one Italian producer that has the cursive on the labels. Sasakaya? <laughs> no. Um, Giuseppe. Oh, Kinterelli. Yeah. He's really yeah. into Kinterelli. Oh, that's a bad sign. It, right, the ones with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giuseppe Kinterelli, it's a, a, a Amarone producer, which is big wines. Big. You're talking about like it's like a green label or a brown label and it's yeah, just it's all cursive? cursive? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's Giuseppe Kinterelli. I don't think he does all big wines though because I've had... Some no, he does some small, but he's he's an Amarone producer. That, that That's mm. what he's known for is Amarone. I've only ever had it when I was in Italy a couple years ago before I became... He's pretty, I mean, he's, he's, uh, I, I'm it's not going to disparage. Domain. I'm not going to disparage Giuseppe Cantarelli, but it's not necessarily wines I drink. No, I don't drink them either, but I mean, like, they sell them at Domain. People like them. They're, they're, yeah. they're. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, 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 you know, we could. For all my old heads out there, they used to be in the Rosenthal book that does, or not Rosenthal, the, um. God, now I'm forgetting, so never mind. Oh, did you, re- oh, never mind. There was a book, there was an old import book that, um, had the Kermit now. The old import. I think Cantarelli is now Kermit, but um, I don't. I have no idea. I haven't bought. I haven't bought any of those. They they stuff. like imported Biacart Simon and and Cantarelli and a couple other things and useful uh, Adam. Anyway, you had to in order to sell the wines. Probably why they went out of business. Uh, in order to sell the wines as a buyer, you would have to take a, a test. You'd have to pass a test, and if you didn't pass the test then you weren't able to buy the wines. Wait, to buy them? Mm-hmm. So if I'm a buyer at a restaurant, wines? this is the old importer from that importer. So if I was, if I was, if I was 
Rosenblum? God, who was? I can't remember what it was. But um, if I wanted to buy the wines, I was a restaurant and I wanted to buy the wines as the buyer, I would have to call the rep or somebody and then like have like a, basically an interview test. And then they would say whether or not I was allowed to buy the wines. Well, that's... That means they told people no. That just is so... And I'm going to bring that back. No, no, I mean, that's so old guard. Like, that's like so... so crazy. Like, that is so like, Are you good enough? Are you good enough? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, no. Um, So maybe that's where my reaction when you were talking about Kinterelli comes from, is that. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I don't have a problem. I mean, I don't feel much like I feel about blends. Don't... Feel anything. Yeah. All right. I only care about Rick and Morty and um, and this Cancellato, which has been awesome. Um, the Vini Robosco Cancellato is out now. It's imported by Selection Naturel, my buddy uh, Matt Molo, who's fucking awesome. And you can tell it's it immediately because it's got a big red X. Yes, you can. You can. You yeah. You can. It has a big red red X on it, and. Um, it's fucking dope. Check it out. Have it with some BDE brisket. Yeah. Or um, some other. Trying to like, what's a, like, yeah. Just have it with your own big dick energy. Just um, have your cancellato and like just pair it with your own spiritual journey. Yeah. Be comfortable. Be be confident. You know, live, laugh, I sort love. Of hate that, I sort of hate that I'm like pairing like this be- this wine that a wonderful woman made. I hope, I, hopefully, I don't think she'd get it if she listened to it, but. I only have the most respect for Yola. She's like my woman. But this wine is um, BD and, yeah, you know. Just, you know, live, laugh, love, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. The new um, the new thing that moms are going to be putting on wooden <laughs> signs of craft fair is just going to be like, be your best big dick energy. Yeah. Just, just embrace your big dick energy. All I need is a cup of coffee. And uh, that big dick. A wi- Wi-Fi and some BDE. I was, was going to say, and some girth, but... Yeah. <laughs> All right. And a tuna can. Bye. Yeah, bye, bye. We're going to get out of here. <laughs>